Hello there, and welcome to the latest episode of the UK Redskins podcast. Part of the First and Ten Network. It's Ryan Tompkins here, joined as always by James Lowe. Hello. How's that like you treating you, James? Uh, every day is the same as the last, but uh, getting through it for at least this free agency news for the Redskins. So. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, it's for me. It's only been a couple of days, and I could I could end up killing me other half of me child. They'd do me in. <laughs> <But, laughs> um, only eight weeks or so to go. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's going to be a murder. Um, I've got. I've been quite surprised his murder rates don't go up. Yeah, plus all the uh, baby boom. They're going to be in nine months for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> in isolation with nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should be so lucky. Um, right. Last few weeks, or a uh, couple of weeks ago, was the start of free agency. Anyone big of note? Um, we've been quite busy. We've added. We've added 13 players, from what I can count. Um, I've got written down here. Um, so we've been relatively busy. None of them, apart from Kendall Fuller, none of them have been standout players that I expect to make a massive change. But um, let's go through the list. We've got Cody Latimer, uh, Richard Rogers, Peyton Barber, Cornelius Lucas, Logan Thomas, J.D. McKissick, Sean Davis, Thomas Davis, Kevin Pierre-Lewis, Kendall Fuller, Wes Schweitzer, and we've made a couple of... Uh, Ronald Darby as well, and we've made a trade, and we've traded a fifth-round pick for Kyle Allen. Um, any of those that you like to look of? Um, yeah, I really like getting Kendall Fuller back. Um, I was upset to sort of lose him in the uh, trade for Alex Smith, even though I, I I did sort of support the trade for Alex Smith at the time, but it was just annoying that we had to give up um, Kendall Fuller as well. Uh, obviously, he's gone and won a Super Bowl there. Um, he's, he played okay over there, but I think he, he can really sort of step on and he's on a good price, $10 million a year. For four years, it's a good price for a cornerback. We know what we're getting. He's very good in the slot. Um, he's also he's proven now on the outside. So I imagine with like with that price tag, he's going to be playing on the outside. Um, maybe with Moreau. Obviously, we we needed to reinforce the cornerback position uh, after losing sort of Josh Norman um, and trading away Dunny. Um, so that's the one that stands out for me. I'm sort of, I'm quite happy to get him back, and it looks like a good sort of team friendly deal. Four years, forty million. Yeah, yeah, I agree with all of that. It was nice to see. Uh, it's a shame to see him leave when he did. I thought he was just coming to his own. But as you say, he's gone away, won a Super Bowl, and he's come back. And he's now going to be the man in that room. He's going to be. There's going to be him, Fabian, um, Jimmy Moreland. Uh, I, I think that's about it. Uh, DRC. Yeah. 
What do you reckon about the um, the other cornerback, um, Ronald Darby from? Uh, I think he's been with the Eagles the last few years. He was with the Eagles. Uh, he's made a few plays. That he had a, few, a good few couple of years. Uh, I'm not sure who uh, Denver wasn't it. Uh, traded uh, had him first of all. Uh, drafted him, I should say. Um, yeah. And he played all right with the Broncos. One of Ling with the Broncos. Um, and he looked, that's why the Eagles made a move to snap him away. But in the last couple of years, he's just been unlucky with injuries, I think. I think there's a player in there who's just got to try and coax it out. Yeah, I think, obviously, if Philadelphia gave up a second rounder for him in 2015, he's he's got the potential, he's got some good tape out there. Um, I think he's... Um, He's quite. He's a local. He like. Um, he's from Oxen Hill, which is apparently in the the DMV. So he's a he's a local kid coming home. Um, he's missed a lot of games over the last few years, but if he can, yeah, if he can stay fit, he might be um, sort of a real bargain on this um, of this sort of free agency, one year, three million deal. So yeah, if he plays well, he's going to earn good money. That, Year after, yeah, exactly. That's I think it's the same or slightly less than what uh, Dunbar was on. So yeah. it seems to be a quite decent replacement because Dunbar was it, always it, injured it as well. He wasn't quite happy on Instagram he, when the Redskins announced the deal he put on there about uh, something oh, you could have paid me a million more and I would have stayed or something similar. Uh, you know, but that's the attitude that we was trying to get rid of, it seems. Yeah, easy to say after the facts, right? Yeah. <laughs> after he's been traded. Uh, is there any... I imagine he would have been asking for more. Um, any more of them players that you like the sound of? Uh, the ex sort of Carolina guys are interesting. Um, that Thomas Davis was there. Yeah, he's an he... elder statesman of the team. He was drafted the first rounder back in 2005. So he's been around quite a while he has yeah he's coming up to 37 so <laughs> he yeah. is getting on a bit hopefully yeah. he can be a bit like uh, London Fletcher who was like the leader sort of well into his late 30s at the Redskins um, but we've got a lot of young young lads coming if we need an old head to shine the way I think and that might be what he's brought in for yeah, well, he, he doesn't miss many games either. He played all 16 uh, last season, 12 the year before that, 15 before that, 16. He only really missed um, in 2010 and 11. He had knee, knee injury. Uh, but so, yeah, the last three years, a bit more de- depth along the line, even though we looks like we, we, we're losing Trent. Um, Trent and Flowers. Yeah, we look, Flowers has signed for the to the Dolphins he's got a 10 million a year contract good luck to him I say do you think we're going to draft uh, any offensive linemen uh, I don't know we it could do a few more bodies what, what still we, depends on what we do with the number 2 pick I suppose we might draft if we take Chase with number 2 um, we might take a later round pick, but again, I wouldn't know who 
they're looking at there. Um, but if we trade down and get five, not as um, we'll get another couple of first rounders. I can see someone like maybe Andrew Thomas coming to us, which would be nice. Yeah, I was quite high on him early on in the year. Yeah, see if we can pick up more picks. Um, you never know. Hopefully, we get a second rounder for Trent. We'll see what happens there. Um, what do you reckon about the two running backs we signed? Um, and Peyton Barber uh, from the Bucks, I believe, and um, JD McKissick. Uh, well, JD McKissick, he, from what I've read, he seems like a typical third down back. He's a pass catcher out of the back. So he's going to make the 53 because he's going to be. He's the same as Chris Thompson, as far as I'm concerned. It'll just be like for like there. So it's going to be interesting to see what we do with the running back room. Because we have Barber, Geis, Love, Bryce Love, um, Adrian Peterson, and Dick McKissick. That's five. That's a, that's a lot to take into the 53. Last year we only took three running backs. So it's, I think, so it's, one of them's not going to make the team. Who, who's yeah, I think make? a couple will be, couple will be cut, maybe make the practice squad. The thing is with Love, Love might be on IR again. We don't know yet. Um, Geis can't stay healthy. And obviously with Adrian Peterson's age, I think they felt they needed more, more bodies in there. Um, I like the look of McKissick. He, he's got some fun highlights. Uh, if you want to check them out on YouTube, he, he makes some sort of big plays. I'm wondering if they um, see him like a little sort of a budget Christian McCaffrey, see if they can do sort of similar concepts there. Because obviously he's, in the receiving game, McCaffrey was a big part of that in Carolina, of the um, Turner uh, offense in Carolina. So, It'll be interesting to see what we've got there. And, the, yeah, the Peyton Barber deal, I think, is just... So, I really yeah, I think years. that was a bit of a steal, the Peyton Barber deal. Two years at three million. It's nothing. He's pennies. Um, he played 40, he's played 48 games in three years. So, he, he plays a lot. Um, and he averages almost four yards a carry, which is pretty good. From running back, he touched yeah, the, the amount of touchdowns he gets could be higher. But if you're, um, yeah, I'm wondering if they use someone else on the goal line, maybe. If you're uh, running back by committee, it's not the amount of TDs you get isn't such an issue, I suppose. It's um, yards per carry is the one yeah. always uh, yeah I look for. Yeah, yeah I think it could be a bit of a bargain. Um, He's not gonna, you know, he's not gonna be Adrian Peterson in his prime, but I think he can do a job for us uh, if he's called upon. Hopefully, Geis is healthy and can sort of lead the running back room. But hopefully, he lo- he's yet to prove that. Yeah, in the the one standout game he had last year, the Carolina game, he looked awesome. But it's just keeping him on the field. He seems to have an issue with wanting to play week in week out. Uh, anyone else stand up? Stand out to you? We have got two tight ends. We also we're desperate for the tight ends: Richard Rogers and uh, Logan Thomas. Yeah, uh, Richard believe... Rogers, I think was signed. His dad's on the staff, isn't he? Some somewhere. So it's yeah. 
I think he he's more of a just get the body in type of player. Um, and Logan Thomas doesn't excite me too much. He he scored one touchdown last year, which if you remember was against the Redskins. Um, but it doesn't excite me. I think we need to address that in the draft, that the tight end position. Yeah, or maybe a, a trade, but we don't have much sort of we don't have trade a, bait. A, a, apart, from, trend. apart from two, we don't have a lot of capital in the draft. Yeah, um, I was listening to the John Kine report, which is a must-listen-to podcast if you're a Redskins fan. Um, from that John Kime, who's ESPN sort of Redskins beat reporter, he had um, Chris Cooley on, who wasn't that impressed with sort of Logan Thomas. So uh, I think Cooley's quite a good evaluator at a tight end position. So it didn't fill me with a lot of confidence, but it's, you know it's a body in camp, and I don't think he's on a huge deal. So yeah, we'll see. Half of these players probably won't even be under fifty three, but uh, we'll have to wait and see what what Rivera's thinking, whether these are all sort of culture players, whether he just wants to sort of get rid of any of the old guard who've been lying, lying around. Um, are there any, any free agents that are left that you're disappointed I, I, with? I would have liked to have signed Flowers. I think he did well last year, but 10 million a year is, is you know, he's got a, a good deal of, for my... Yeah, it's a lot of money for what he w- was. Yeah, fair play to him for. I would like to talking wishlist. I would like to have signed Cooper, Amari Cooper. There's big talks that the Redskins were pushing really hard to sign Cooper, but he decided to stay in Dallas. Uh, uh, twenty million, well, five years, a hundred million, works out about twenty million a year. Um, yeah, there was talk that we'd offered more money, but I think there's. There's no, um, there's less tax in Texas uh, than there is in sort of DC. Um, so obviously the take home is probably going to be even more in in Dallas. And also I think if you're looking at the two teams, sadly at the minute, even you know we've got the Ron Rivera bounce, but I think you're going to choose the Cowboys over over the Redskins, especially if you know you've been playing there the last two years and enjoying your football. So yeah. I think that would have been really, yeah, it would have really sort of transformed the offence, given Dwayne some help. It would have have given opposition teams something else to think about. They have to think about Amari Cooper on one side and Terry McLaurin on the other side. It would have just been nice to have given teams that that problem. Yeah, the other target, free agent, big free agent target we were in for was uh, Austin Hooper at tight end. As we mentioned, we yeah we still need help at, in the tight end position, but um, I think we were interested in Hunter Henry, but they put the franchise tag on him, uh, and the price for Austin Hooper, he was you know the only real big name tight end on the market. It just got um, too expensive with us once it went over sort of ten million a year. I don't, I'm not sure he's worth that much money, but you know we could have done with him. Yeah, <clears throat> I. I'm, I, I find losing out on Austin Hooper a lot easier to swallow than losing out on Amari Cooper. I think that Amari Cooper was more of a difference maker, would have caused more problems for the opposition. Aust- Hooper would have been lovely to have had, but I... Yeah, as you said, I just don't... 
I can't justify spending that sort of money on a tight end of that caliber. If like if it was someone that was caliber of Robin Robin uh, Gronk, I should say so. Um, may maybe, but he was he's the best available, but still not to that level, anywhere near that level. I I don't think so. It's a easier pill to swallow, missing out on Austin Hooper. Yeah, Haskins. He's going to need more help though, isn't he? In the um, if yeah, we can get is. anyone else I, from free agency. I do expect him to have a better year this year. He, towards the end of last year, he was he had a couple of games where he could show what he could do. It was the same he missed out on the last one for injury, but um. <clears throat> When you consider at the beginning of last year, he was the third choice quarterback. Wasn't getting any first team reps in practice. Was kind of seen as the clipboard holder, really. Um, and now this year, he's going to be given the majority of the first team. Um, other news that was in is that we traded for Carl Allen, uh, the Carolina quarterback it's probably going to be cut anyway but we we traded a fifth rounder for him but so they're going to probably going to be sharing snaps i'd imagine um well i I love that trade because i think it it allows well there's going to be a shortened off season with this you know coronavirus and the lockdown kyle allen knows the offense he played 12 games last year you know he, he won sort of five six of them so he 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 can play so I, I think he will be the backup to Haskins but like if Haskins isn't near the mark I think we've got him at a really good price like fifth rounder for a backup quarterback I think that's fine he, he was a position in need we lost Keenum to the Browns you know three years 18 million you know not too devastated by that um McCoy's gone Colt to the Giants McCoy's signed with the Giants yeah so he'll probably, you know, he'll play a game against us and probably be. Probably. He's got, he's got that one game. He didn't Jay Gruden, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I was really happy that Kyle Allen pick up because I was a little bit worried they were going to um, maybe sort of, you know, draft tour at two. I think this puts to bed any rumours that they're going to sort of go with tour at, at, at number two. Yeah. Uh, Unless they trade Haskins like um, <laughs> like um, yeah, like last year. If, um, I'm not saying that it's impossible, but it's very unlikely. I would I would say. Yeah, I think he's a he's a really solid backup. He's young and he's yeah he's on quite a good good deal. Well, for this year anyway, and then I imagine we'll try and extend him soon as well. Yeah, but I think it's specific. Uh, it's good to do with the um, short off season. He knows the offense. Like if Dwayne's not ready week one for, for whatever reason, even though I'm sure he probably will be. Like Carl Allen can step in straight away. Also means uh, Allen need he doesn't need as many reps in sort of practice. So Haskins can get more reps because Carl Allen should be sort of familiar with the with the offense straight up. So I'm just going to ask you if you. Was- Oh, Alan could start, but you've just answered that question. <laughs> uh, if he's going to start week one, on I was going to ask. Haskins will start week one. 
I think he's, yeah, I think Ron Rivera is exactly the sort of uh, coach that Haskins needs. He's, you know, disciplinarian, military uh, background. He's going to be all over him uh, as long as Haskins can sort of handle that, which I, I think he will. I think he sort of needs that sort of structure, kick up the backside when needed. He, you know, he, he seems to be improved already, like, you know, According to his Twitter, obviously he was like doing extra work and getting ready for the season before the lockdown came into effect. But yeah, I think I think Haskins is going to be quarterback one, uh, and it'd be really handy if he was really good next year. That would really sort of help us out. Yeah, it would be quite handy, wouldn't it, if he if he was good? <laughs> he played well, you know, good few games last year. I was really impressed with him. So. Hopefully, you know, he can improve. You know, I don't think we're going to be setting the world alight next year, but if we can come out of the season with knowing that we've got a franchise quarterback, you know, who's, you know, he might just be, you know, middle of the pack, but we've, we'll get him for a good few years, which I can, like, I open up the rest of the team. Next a bit of a lo- uh, no-lose. If he's good, as you say, we've got a franchise quarterback for the next however many years, and if he's bad, we're bad then we get a high pick next year and we can take one of the because next year's got the stud quarterbacks in it as well is it Trevor uh, Trevor Lawrence is he one of them yeah yeah there's a bit of a drop off after him but like yeah he's gonna well you don't know who's gonna come to the to the fore no one ever saw well no no everyone was talking about this time last year no one mentioned Joe Burrow did they yeah um, yeah, so yeah, we wait and see. But there'll, there'll always be good quarterbacks you can pick up. Right. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we draft a quarterback in the sort of sixth round, seventh round. Well, we've got two seventh round up. picks, haven't we? So, yeah. yeah, as you say, we could easily draft one there. I think you should take a quarterback each draft class because if you find, yeah, if you find find a good a good quarterback, you're set up, you know, you can hide a lot of sins in the That's team. That's what... The Patriots did for so long, didn't they? They just kept on drafting them, and then they traded away Jimmy G and got picks. And yeah, they get they get first Jacoby rounders back. Brissett, Brissett, yeah, got picks for that. So yeah, it can't be bad today. Bill Belichick wouldn't do it if if it wasn't a reason. Uh, heading away from Washington. We lost Quentin Dunbar, as we mentioned. He's gone to Seattle. And we're getting a fifth back. Uh, are you going to miss him? Um, not really. I don't think he's like the difference maker that's going to, you know, win you a few games a season. He was like a solid starter. I quite liked, you know, that he came sort of, I think he was undrafted wide receiver and then he was converted. We may have been drafted in the lower rounds, but yeah, he was converting from a wide receiver to a cornerback, and sort of now he's in his like third, fourth year. He's really sort of he's a you know solid enough starter, but yeah, um, the way he was acting up in the press and on Twitter, um, just get rid of him. I was like, yeah, fifth round, I'm, I'm happy with that. And we yeah, so yeah. basically, it was like a player for player. Uh, we. For Carl Allen, and we it's a 148th pick we gave away, and we got the 162nd back for Thumbar. So, okay, we've dropped a few places, but not many in the grand scheme of things. 
Yeah, exactly that. When you get to um, that low in the draft, I think the players uh, you, you can have you they're all much and muchness. I think when you get down to the hundred and fifty odds, hundred and sixty odds. Yeah. Um. And in what is becoming to what seems like a regular feature that we're doing is the latest on Trent Williams. Um, there was a statement from his agent. Um, I've got a statement here. It reads, The relationship between the Redskins and Trent Williams has reached a point where it is in the best interest that the Redskins will trade or release him. Despite its knowledge of an... Uh, I can't read it. Washington was unable to negotiate or trade Williams. Uh, the team then gave Williams and his representatives the rights to seek the trading partners. Williams' representatives provided the team with a trading options, but the Redskins have shown no interest in negotiating in good faith, and, in fact, have given inconsistent demands on what they want in return for the trade. Throughout the process, Williams has maintained his silence, and has not spoken negatively about the team, nor has he pursued potential illegal actions. This seems to be to not successful. Players who are outwardly critical of the team do get traded. Although Trent Williams will always love and respect Dan Snyder and his teammates and the fans, he wants to be traded or released. It's time for the organisation to act in a manner that is both in Williams and the team's best interests. So, what do you think is going to happen with Trent? Um, I think he's... I think he's going to get traded... Uh... I don't believe like the Redskins have been inconsistent. I think you know he's worth a, he's, he's top five left tackle in the league. Uh, he's worth a second rounder. I think he's you know he's only on twelve million next year. Um, from what I've heard, all the hassle is with like uh, the new deal that he wants. So uh, whoever trades for him is going to have to sign him up to a massive new deal. Um, yeah, and a lot of, of teams don't have the salary cap. I think he, he might just it? have to play the year out. It's we want a second. The same with, from what I've been reading, this, the saying that we've not been flexible in our trade demands. I think that we we want a second for him. We're quite happy to take that this year or next year or a third this year and a third and a player, a third, um, third and a third next year, two thirds. You know, but we want that value for him. It's just hard to find a team that's willing to give the Redskins what they want and then, as you say, negotiate a contract with Williams because he wants paying like the top uh, top left tackle in the league. He wants a a 20 million a year contract from what I've read. And it's just hard to find. Yeah, I think it's going to drag on a bit. Um, I think some teams um, might think that will end up cutting Williams because he hasn't got that much guaranteed money this year, so it wouldn't be too big a hit, but I don't think, I can't see us cutting him, you know, I think there is a chance that he might end up playing for us, but it's quite, you know, like 10% chance, maybe if that, I think the longer this goes on, we're just going to have to take maybe something lower than what he's worth, but just to, you a know, end like the saga. It's Dunbar, ridiculous, just to get yeah. him out the door, just to get something back for him. 
Yeah, and he might just have to play somewhere for a year on the twelve million and um and test free agency next year. Deal with it. Yeah, because only this the money he's demanding as well is supposed to be like outrageous, over twenty million a year. So there aren't many teams that can even afford to pay that. So um, teams that apparently are interested in him or would make sense is the Vikings, who are like in this win now window apparently, but they've only got sort of twelve million cap space, so maybe he could play on his current deal for a year, like chase a ring or something and sort of team up with cousins, but I can't can't see that happening. Uh Buccaneers might want someone to protect Tom Brady. Uh they've still got twenty odd million, so maybe that could work. Um uh, the Browns have got loads of cap space. Uh, or the other option is the sort of Chargers. Um, they got a rookie quarterback to look after. Um, potentially, if they you know if they go for one in the draft, so it's going to be. I think there's plenty of options, and we should get you know a second value. I I wouldn't mind taking a player. Um, if there's a deal to be done with the Browns, like in Joku would be interesting, especially after they just got uh, Hooper. So We got a question on Twitter. Would you take uh, swap Trent from Njoku? Um, I personally... Yeah, I'd, I'd want a pick as well. Yeah, I, I, you'd want something extra. I wouldn't just do a player player. Yeah, because I think he must be coming near the end of... His rookie deal is it? He must be in year three or four by now. Um, and Joker, it must be on. This must be his fourth year, mustn't it? Yeah, was he first round? I think he might have snapped in the first round, so he might have the fifth year option. Um, I think he's a good player. He struggled to stay fit as well at times, but yeah, we desperately need a tight end, and I think if we can get players on the field who are sort of proven, you know, that might work out. Um, so I'd definitely be interested in sort of a player trade. But it's just got to be the the right player. Yeah, yeah, the right fit, the right need on the yeah, on the right deal. Um, anything else you want to talk about on this episode? This no, I think we could talk about the draft, but we can save that for another pod. Yeah, uh, near the time. That sounds good to me. Got a lot of options at that number two, so yeah, it'll yeah. be interesting. It Maybe is. we could do a mock draft each. And see how see how it ends up. That's uh, to be, that's how I've been filling my time. I was, I was awake at three o'clock this morning doing a mock draft. <laughs> yeah, gotta love a mock. Yes, yeah, I've got to love. A, I do love a mock. Every time I see. Did one, you I trade back or did you take Chase Young? Uh, a bit fifty-fifty. Uh, I like I like to see. Uh, I th- I know we're going to talk about this on the, another episode. Uh, I, I think it's a no-lose situation. Uh, I'd be happy with either. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty going to be pretty hard to mess up. But exactly. yeah, let's see, uh, see what we <laughs> I'd be more than happy if we don't play if Detroit take if we don't take Young and Detroit take him because it gets him out of our division. Don't yeah, we don't him going just. We don't want anyone going to the Giants. Well, no, this is very true. <laughs> Sadly, <laughs> though, that, I don't think that's an option. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so, and 
if, if anyone has any questions that they or anything that they want to submit to the podcast, we are at Redskins Podcast UK, and I am at Ryan Tompkins nineteen eighty two. And James, uh, I believe it's at Lowy one three three, isn't it? Yeah, that's the one. Right. Um. So until next time, cheerio. How's the Redskins? See ya. Kind of bred into them from a younger age. Not saying that the first round picks and whatever haven't got that, but they aren't. Doesn't seem like they're as hungry because they. They've got the paycheck coming their way. They haven't got yeah. to fight for it. They haven't got to fight for the roster spot. They haven't, they, if you're a first and second round pick, you're pretty much guaranteed to make the 53. But if you're undrafted, you don't know from one day to the next whether you'll be called up. You'll be called in every day. You could get there and your code doesn't work on the front gate. Yeah. Um, I quite like Schweitzer, um, Brandon Fawn, who's at Brandon Fawn NFL, is quite a good follow on Twitter for sort of offensive linemen. Um, he said he, he thinks Schweitzer's about the same calibre as Flowers was last year, uh, a little below middle of the pack with some nice flashes. He's a super physical guy and pretty good mover, takes a lot of chances in uh, pass protection uh, and needs to clean up his technique with like strike timing and placement. Looks like we, we, we're losing Trent. Um, Trent and Flowers. Yeah, we look, Flowers has signed for the, to the Dolphins. He's got a £10 million a, a year contract. Yeah, good luck to him, I say. Do you think we're going to draft uh, any offensive linemen? I don't know. We it could all do depends a few more bodies we, still. Depends on what we do with the number two pick, I suppose. We might draft if we take Chase with number two. Um, we might take a later round pick, but again, I wouldn't know who they're looking at there. Um, yeah. But if we trade down and get five, not um, we'll get another couple of first rounders I can see someone like maybe Andrew Thomas coming to us which would be nice yeah I was quite high on him early on in the year yeah see if we can pick up more picks um, you never know hopefully we get a second rounder for Trent we'll see what happens there um, what do you reckon about the two running backs we signed um, and Peyton Barber uh, from the Bucks I believe and um, JD McKissick uh, well JD McKissick he, from what I've read, he seems like a typical third down back. He's a pass catcher out of the back. So he's going to make the 53 because he's going to be... He's the same as Chris Thompson, as far as I'm concerned. It'll just be like for like there. So it's going to be interesting to see what we do with the running back room because we have Barber, Geis, Love, Bryce Love, um, Adrian Peterson and Dick McKissick. That's five. That's a, that's a lot to take into the 53. Last year we only took three running backs. So it's, I think, so it's... One of them's not going to make the team. Who, who yeah, I think a couple, will be, a couple will be cut, maybe make the practice squad. 
The thing is with Love, Love might be on IR again. We don't know yet. Um, Geis can't stay healthy. And obviously with Adrian Peterson's age, I think they felt they needed more more bodies in there. Um, I like the look of McKissick. He, he's got some fun highlights. Uh, if you want to check them out on YouTube, he, he makes some sort of big plays. I'm wondering if they um, see him like a little sort of uh, budget Christian McCaffrey, see if they can do sort of similar concepts there. Because obviously in the receiving game, McCaffrey was a big part of that in Carolina, of the um, Turner uh, offense in Carolina. So it'll be interesting to see what we've got there. And yeah, the Peyton Barber deal, I think it's just... So I really yeah, I think years. that was a bit of a steal, the Peyton Barber deal. Two years at three million is nothing. He's pennies. Um, he played 40, he's played 48 games in three years. So he, he plays a lot. Um, and he averages almost four yards a carry, which is pretty good for running back. He touched, yeah, the, the amount of touchdowns he gets could be higher. But if you're, um, yeah, I'm wondering if they use someone else on the goal line, maybe. If you're um, running back by committee, it's not the amount of TDs you get isn't such an issue, I suppose. It's um, yards per carry is one yeah. always uh, yeah I look for. Yeah, yeah I think it could be a bit of a bargain. Um, he's not gonna, you know, he's not gonna be Adrian Peterson in his prime, but I think he can do a job for us uh, if he's called upon. Hopefully, Geis is healthy and can sort of lead the running back room, but hopefully, he l- he's yet to prove that. Yeah, in the the one standout game he had last year, the Carolina game, he looked awesome. But it's just keeping him on the field. He seems to have an issue with wanting to play week in, week out. Uh, anyone else stand up, stand out to you? We got. Two tight ends. We also we're desperate for the tight ends. Richard Rogers and uh, Logan Thomas. Yeah, uh, Richard believe... Rogers. I think was, was signed. Or his dad's on the staff, isn't he? Some somewhere. So it's yeah. I think he he's more of a just get the body in type of player. Um, and Logan Thomas doesn't excite me too much. He he scored one touchdown last year, which if you remember was against the Redskins. Um, but it doesn't excite me. I think we need to address that in the draft, that the tight end position. Yeah, or maybe a, a trade, but we don't have much sort of we don't have trade a, bait. A, and apart, from, sort of trend. apart from two, we don't have a lot of capital in the draft. Yeah, um, I was listening to the John Kine report, which is a uh, must-listen-to-podcast if you're a Redskins fan. Um, from that John Kime, who's ESPN sort of Redskins beat reporter, he had um, Chris Cooley on, who wasn't that impressed with sort of Logan Thomas. So uh, I think Cooley's quite a good evaluator in a tight end position. So it didn't fill me with a lot of confidence, but it's, you know it's a body in camp, and I don't think he's on a huge deal. So yeah, we'll see. Half of these players probably won't even be on the fifty-three, but uh, we'll have to wait and see what what Rivera's thinking, whether these are all sort of culture players, whether he just wants to sort of get rid of any of the old guard who've been lying, lying around. Um, are there any, any free agents that are left that you're disappointed I, I, with? 
I would have liked to have signed Flowers. I think he did well last year, but ten million a year is, you know, he's got a, a good deal of, for my. Yeah, it's a lot of money for what he w- was. But yeah, fair play to him for. I would like to talking wishlist. I would like to have signed Cooper, Amari Cooper. There's big talks that the Redskins were pushing really hard to sign Cooper, but. He decided to stay in Dallas uh, uh, 20 million, well, five years, 100 million. Works out about 20 million a year. Um, yeah, there was talk that we'd offered more money, but I think there's there's no, um, there's less tax in Texas uh, than there is in sort of DC. Um, so obviously the take home is probably going to be even more in, in Dallas. And also, I think. If you're looking at the two teams, sadly at the minute, even you know we've got the Ron Rivera bounce, but I think you're going to choose the Cowboys over over the Redskins, especially if you know you've been playing there the last two years and enjoying your football. So, yeah, I think that would have been really, yeah, it would have really sort of transformed the offense, given Dwayne yeah. some help. It would have, yeah, it would have given opposition teams something else to think about. They have to think about Amari Cooper on one side and. Terry McLaurin on the other side. It would have just been nice to have given teams that that problem. But. Yeah, the other target, free agent, big free agent target we were in for was uh, Austin Hooper at tight end. As we mentioned, we yeah we still need help at, in the tight end position. But um, I think we were interested in Hunter Henry, but they put the franchise tag on him. Uh, and the price for Austin Hooper, he was, you know, the only real big name tight end on the market. It just got um, too expensive with us once it went over sort of ten million a year. I don't, I'm not sure he's worth that much money, but you know, we could have done with him. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I'm, I, if I find losing out on Austin Hooper a lot easier to swallow than losing out on Mo Cooper. I think that Mo Cooper was more of a Difference maker would have caused more problems for the opposition. Hooper would have been lovely to have had, but I, yeah, as you said, I just don't, I can't justify spending that sort of money on a tight end of that caliber. If like if it was someone that was caliber of Rob Gronk, I should say so. Um, maybe, but. He was, he's the best available, but still not to that level, anywhere near that level, I, I don't think. So, it's an easier pill to swallow, missing out on Austin Hooper. Yeah, Haskins, he's going to need more help though, isn't he, in the, um, if yeah, we can get is. anyone else I, from field. I, I, I do expect him to have a better year this year. He, towards the end of last year, he was... He had a couple of games where he could show what he could do. It was the same he missed out on the last one through injury. But um, <clears throat> when you consider at the beginning of last year, he was the third choice quarterback. Wasn't getting any first team reps in practice. Was kind of seen as the clipboard holder, really. Um, and now this year, he's going to be given the majority of the first thing, um, other news that was in is that we traded for Carl Allen, uh, the Carolina quarterback, 
it's probably going to be cut anyway. But we we traded a fifth rounder for him. But so they're going to probably going to be sharing snaps. I'd imagine. Um, well, I, I love that trade because I think it it allows. Well, there's going to be a shortened off season with this, you know, coronavirus and the lockdown. Kyle Allen knows the offense. He played twelve games last year. You know, he he won sort of five, six of them. So he 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 can play. So I, I think he will be the backup to Haskins. But like, if Haskins isn't near the mark, I think we've got him at a really good price. Like fifth rounder for a backup quarterback. I think that's fine. He he was a position in need we lost Keenum to the Browns you know three years 18 million you know not too devastated by that um McCoy's gone Colt to the Giants signed with the Giants yeah so he'll probably you know he'll play a game against us and probably be probably he's got, got that one game he's he's Jay Gordon, out yeah um, um but yeah I was really happy with Kyle Allen pick up because I was a little bit worried they were going to um Maybe sort of, you know, draft Tour at two. I think this puts to bed any rumours that they're going to sort of go with Tour at, at, at number two. Yeah. Uh, unless they trade Haskins like... Um, <laughs> like... Um, yeah. Like last year. If, um, I'm not saying that it's impossible, but it's very unlikely, I would, I would say. Yeah, I think he's a, he's a really solid backup. He's young and he's... Yeah, he's on quite a good good deal well for this year anyway, and then I imagine we'll try and extend him soon as well. Yeah. But I think it's specific uh it's good to do with the um short off season. He knows the offence. Like if Dwayne's not ready week one for, for whatever reason, even though I'm sure he probably will be, like Kyle Allen can step in straight away. Also means uh Allen need he doesn't need as many reps in sort of practice so Haskins can get more reps because Kyle Allen should be sort of familiar with the with the offence straight up so I was going to ask you if you thought Allen could start but you've just answered that question <laughs> uh, if he's going to start week one on I was going to ask Haskins will start week one I think he's yeah I think Ron Rivera is exactly the sort of uh, coach that Haskins needs. He's, you know, disciplinarian, military uh, background. He's going to be all over him uh, as long as Haskins can sort of handle that, which I, I think he will. I think he sort of needs that sort of structure, kick up the backside when needed. He, you know, he he seems to be improved already. Like, you know, according to his Twitter, obviously he's like doing extra work and getting ready for the season before the lockdown came into effect. But yeah, I think I think Haskins is going to be quarterback one. Uh, and it'd be really handy if he was really good next year. That would really sort of help us out. Yeah, it would be quite handy, wouldn't it, if he, if he was good? <laughs> he played well, you know, good few games last year. I was really impressed with him. So hopefully, you know, if he can improve. You know, I don't think we're going to be setting the world alight next year. But if we can come out of the season with knowing that We've got a franchise quarterback, you know, who's, you know, he might just be, you know, middle of the pack, but we've, we'll get him for a good few years, which I can, like, I open up the rest of the team. Next year's a bit of a uh, no-lose. If he's good, as you say, we've got a franchise quarterback for the next however many years, and if he's bad, we're bad, then we get a high pick next year. 
and we can take one of the because next year's got the stud quarterbacks in it as well. Is it Trevor uh, Trevor Lawrence? Is he one of them? Yeah, yeah. There's a bit of a drop off after him, but like, yeah, he's gonna. Well, you don't know who's gonna come to the to the fore. No one ever saw. Well, no, Joe no. Burrow, one, like, everyone was talking about Trevor yeah, this yeah. time last year. No, I mentioned Joe Burrow, did they? Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, we wait and see. But there'll, there'll always be good quarterbacks you can pick up. Right. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we draft a quarterback in the sort of sixth round, seventh round. Well, we've got two seventh round stuff. picks, haven't we? So, yeah. yeah, as you say, we could easily draft one there. I think you should take a quarterback each draft class because if you find, yeah, if you find find a good, a good quarterback, you're set up, you know, you can hide a lot of sins in the That's team. That's what... The Patriots did for so long, didn't they? They just kept on drafting them, and then they traded away Jimmy G and got picks. And yeah, they get they get first round as well. and got picks for that. So yeah, it can't be bad today. Bill Belichick wouldn't do it if if it wasn't a reason. Uh, heading away from Washington. We lost Quentin Dunbar, as we mentioned. He's gone to Seattle. And we're getting a fifth back. Uh, are you going to miss him? Um, not really. I don't think he's like the difference maker that's going to, you know, win you a few games a season. He was like a solid starter. I quite liked, you know, that he came sort of, I think he was undrafted wide receiver and then he was converted. We may have been drafted in the lower rounds, but yeah, he was converted from a wide receiver to a cornerback, and sort of now he's in his like third, fourth year. He's really sort of he's a you know solid enough starter, but yeah, um, the way he was acting up in the press and on Twitter, um, just getting rid of him. I was like, yeah, fifth round. I'm, I'm happy with that. And we yeah, so yeah. basically, it was like a player for player. Uh, we. For Carl Allen, and we is the 148th pick we gave away, and we got the 162nd exactly. back for Dunbar. So, okay, we've dropped a few places, but not many in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, exactly that. When you get to um, that low in the draft, I think the players uh, you you can have you they're all much and muchness. I think when you get down to the 150 odds, 160 odds. Yeah. Um. And what is becoming to what seems like a regular feature that we're doing is the latest on Trent Williams. Um, there was a statement from his agent. Um, I've got a statement here. It reads, The relationship between the Redskins and Trent Williams has reached a point where it is in the best interest that the Redskins will trade or release him. Despite his knowledge of an... Uh, I can't read it. Washington was unable to negotiate or trade Williams. Uh, the team then gave Williams and his representatives the rights to seek the trading partners. Williams' representatives provided the team with a trading options, but the Redskins have shown no interest in negotiating in good faith and, in fact, have given inconsistent demands on what they want in return for the trade. Throughout the process, Williams has maintained his silence and has not spoken negatively about the team, nor has he pursued potential illegal actions. This seems to be to not successful. Players who are outwardly critical of the team do get traded. 
Although Trent Williams will always love and respect Van Snyder and his teammates and the fans, he wants to be traded or released. It's time for the organisation to act in a manner that is both in Williams and the team's best interests. So, what do you think is going to happen with Trent? Um, I think he's. I think he's going to get traded. Uh, I don't believe like the Redskins been inconsistent. I think you know he's worth he's, he's top five left tackle in the league. Uh, he's worth a second rounder. I think he's you know he's only on twelve million next year. Um, from what I've heard, all the hassle is with like uh, the new deal that he wants. So uh, whoever trades for him is going to have to sign him up to a massive new deal. Um, yeah, that's and a lot of, of teams don't have the salary cap. I think he, problem, he might just it? have to play the year out. It's we want a second. The same with from what I've been reading, this saying that we've not been flexible in our trade demands. I think that we we want a second for him. We're quite happy to take that this year or next year or a third this year and a third and a player. A third, um, third and a third next year, two thirds, you know, but we want that value for him. It's just hard to find a team that's willing to give the Redskins what they want and then, as you say, negotiate a contract with Williams because he wants paying like the top, le- uh, top left tackle in the league. He wants a, co- a 20 million a year contract from what I've read. And it's just hard to yeah. find. Yeah, I think it's going to drag on a bit. Um, I think some teams um, might think that we'll end up cutting Williams because he hasn't got that much guarantee money this year, so it wouldn't be too big a hit. But I don't think I can't see us cutting him. You know, I think there is a chance that he might end up playing for us, but it's quite you know it's like ten percent chance, maybe if that. I think. The longer this goes on, we're just going to have to take maybe something lower than what he's worth, but just to you know, end like the saga, it's ridiculous. Just to get him out the door, just to get something back for him. Yeah, and he might just have to play somewhere for a year on the twelve million and, um, and test free agency next year. Deal with it. Yeah, because only this money he's demanding as well is supposed to be like outrageous over 20 million a year so there aren't many teams that can even afford to pay that so um teams that apparently are interested in him or would make sense is the vikings who are like in this win now window apparently but they've only got sort of 12 million cap space so maybe he could play on his current deal for a year like chase a ring or something and sort of team up with cousins but i can't can't see that happening uh, Buccaneers might want someone to protect Tom Brady. Uh, they still got twenty odd million, so maybe that could work. Um, uh, the Browns have got loads of cap space. Uh, or the other option is the sort of Chargers. Um, they got a rookie quarterback to look after. Um, potentially, if they you know if they go for one in the draft, so it's going to be. I think there's plenty of options and we should get, you know, a second value. I, I wouldn't mind taking a player. Um, if there's a deal to be done with the Browns, like Njoku would be interesting, especially after they just got uh, Hooper. So We got a question on Twitter. 
would you take uh, swap Trent from Njoku? Um, I personally, yeah, I'd, I'd want to pick as well. Yeah, I, I, you'd want something extra. I wouldn't just do a player for player. Yeah, because I think he must be coming near the end of his rookie deal. Is it? He must be near three or four by now. Um, Njoku, it must be on. This must be his fourth year, mustn't it? Yeah, was he first round? I think he might have snapped in the first round, so he might have the fifth year option. Um, I think he's a good player. He struggled to stay fit as well at times, but yeah, we desperately need a tight end, and I think if we can get players on the field who are sort of proven, you know, that might work out. Um, so I'd definitely be interested in sort of a player trade. But it's just got to be the the right player. Yeah, yeah, the right fit, the right need on the yeah on the right deal. Um, anything else you want to talk about on this episode? This no, I think we could talk about the draft, but we can save that for another pod. Yeah. Uh, the time. That sounds good to me. Got a lot of options at that number two, so yeah, it'll yeah. be interesting. It Maybe is. we could do a mock draft each and see how, see how it ends up. That's, uh, to be fair, that's how I've been filling my time. I was, I was awake at City o'clock this morning doing a mock draft. <laughs> Yeah, gotta love a mock. Yes, yeah, I've got to love. Them. I do love a mock. Every time I see one. Did you I trade know. back or did you take Chase Young? I'm a bit fifty-fifty. Uh, I like. I like to see. I, I, I know we can talk about this on the, another episode, but I, I, I think it's a no-lose situation. I, I'd be happy with either. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty going to be pretty hard to mess up. But exactly. Yeah, let's see, let's see what <laughs> I'd be more than happy if we don't play if Detroit take if we don't take Young and Detroit take him because it gets him out of our division. Don't yeah, we don't him going just. We don't anyone going to the Giants. Well, no, this is very. Tr- <laughs> Sadly, though, that I don't think that's an option. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so, and if, if anyone has any questions that they or anything that they want to submit to the podcast, we are at Redskins Podcast UK, and I am at Ryan Tompkins nineteen eighty two. And James, uh, I believe it's at Lowy one three three, isn't it? Yeah, that's the one. Um, So, until next time, cheerio. How's the Redskins? See ya.